genuine question, weird kind of nonsensical answer. Yeah, it's your concrete podcast, guys. What's up, kids? How are you doing today? It is warm today. Weirdly warm today. The more astute of you will probably notice that I still have wet hair. In the last video I had wet hair. In this video I also have wet hair. So that's, that's, that's the end goal. I'm also wearing a shirt, which is ill-fitting. Apologies for that. We are getting down the line of things which are wrong with the introduction to this video. How are you doing? <clears throat> as I say, that's a question I ask quite a lot of people. And I think a lot of people find it hard to answer. And it is quite hard to answer, considering your life, you know, what's going on around you, the the world at large, how are you doing? It's a big question. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a big question, and it leads you to discuss a lot of things with friends and family. Um, and in a way, make take stock of everything which is going on, and dilute that down to a singular sentence. What I want to talk to you about today is kind of an interesting one, and I think one which is going to probably sound like I should be wearing a tinfoil hat um, and living in a cave, which, you know, let's face it, I'm like 10 steps away from that. I live alone, live in my own house. Uh, well, I don't own the house, I run the house. Uh, so I'm free to just ramble to myself as much as I want. I do things very much on my own terms, um, as much as I can within an extent of the law. Hey, if we break the law, we just break it in small, specific ways, right, guys? That's a UK political joke, if you didn't get the reference. Okay. But I, I feel like this is one of those things which is... It's, it's hard to discuss without sounding a little bit uncanny. And a little bit like, you you know, you've jumped off the deep end of, of what is going on in the world. So, I'm going to make a statement. And that statement is that you guys were missold happiness. The world was missold happiness. End of podcast, right then. <laughs> so happiness to me, uh, this I mean, we're going to have to establish this, aren't we? It's a strange thing to say that we were missold happiness. Um, it, it suggests all kinds of things within the world. But I think what is important to render is that obviously this is just my view of the world. Um, and I think, you know, I'm just a person. This is just how I view the world and it helps me get through the day. So that's, that's as much early contact as, as, as I can give to this. But what do I mean by this? What do I mean by when I say, you were missold happiness? So, we're going to start, we're going to start way back. We're going to start back with me, because hey, if I can't get self-indulgent on a podcast about me, named by me, performed by me, then who, who what can I do? You know, what is even the point of this? What's the point of me sitting down for 30 minutes a day recording myself? Nothing. You know, there is no point. This has got to be, there's a little bit of ego right here. There's always going to be a little, 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 little bit of ego. So I live my life in a very specific way, but not in a specific way as well. There's a lot of abstract to it, so it's already contradicting itself. I live my life in a way where my entire life aim, if I have one, and worldview of how I approach my day-to-day -day is to be comfortable. Right? Let's, let's let, let, let that sentence sink in just for a second. My entire life goal is to be comfortable. 
And I don't mean that in the sense of I want a really downy pillow and a duvet or blanket. Moment, let's just take a brief interval to talk about pillows. Do you know how much of fucking headache I've had in the last like three months? I've woken up every single day with a headache. And it's all due to bloody pillows. Can't sleep right. Can't can't manage that sleep pattern. Well, I can manage the sleep pattern. It's just how I sleep. Apparently, a, a friend, well, a friend, an ex, a friend who, friend who is my ex as well, Janine, um, told me once that I sleep face down. <laughs> and uh, so I sleep in the most awkward position possible, and then I wake up and complain about how I sleep. But yeah, so I'm not talking about physical comfort. I'm not talking about you know day to day physical comforts. I mean we've established that already. You know I'm sat here with wet hair and a t-shirt, which I don't feel fits me correctly. So I'm already uncomfortable. But when I think of life in general, and I think of how I approach the things I do, my main my goal is comfort, right? It's comfort, and by comfort I mean security and I mean stability, right? That's my goal. That is the baseline of what I think life should provide. So when I think about the world outside and I think about other people, I think every person has the right to be comfortable, to be. If you're brought into this world, which you don't have a choice about, you're brought into this world and you say, hey, I'm in this world. And I'm like, right, cool. You're in this world, not by choice of your own. You have the right, every right to be comfortable. You have the right to, you know, exist. That's that's essentially it. That's all I'm aiming for. I'm a- aiming for existence. I don't think, I think as a society we've reclassified what existence is nowadays. You know, I've discussed this before with the whole idea of um, survival and what is and isn't essential. We've covered it in the Essential Art podcast. Um, when it comes to the baseline, the baseline is survival. And to me, survival nowadays in the world we live in is a level of comfort and that's all survival really was back in the day that's all that you know you were aiming for if we go like way back prosaic i'm probably going to use that wrong um prehistoric man and all those kinds of things um you know they were they were aiming for comfort they were aiming for food and shelter and protection those were like the three things those families wanted back in the day they were the things which they structured their whole community around and then when things got more complex and brains got more complex and ideas got more complex and we realized that the world is a vast array of things and blah 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 blah. covered it a million times um you know we adapted that and we went okay well we need things to to comfort our brains as well to make it through life this is again why you know i i don't really discuss religion here i'm not a religious person um, I'm an atheist, <clears throat> but I don't dismir- besmirch people who do have religion because it's what provides them comfort. So, you know, that, that's their goal. I only besmirch it when it becomes ridiculous and they use it as a ploy to cover up crime or hate or things like that. That's when I besmirch religion. That's when I get annoyed. But back to my point. So I'm aiming for comfort. Now, Somewhere within the world, probably from advertisers and marketing and and things like that, we moved away from this idea that comfort was the goal. We moved away from this idea that, you know, the whole process of life was to, to find balance and instead replaced it with the whole process of life was to be happy. Now... To me, that seems wrong. 
some of you may be a little bit confused about it. I don't think the purpose of life is to be happy. I just don't. I don't see it. And some of you may think that that's a very cynical, negative view. But you misunderstand me. I'm not saying the purpose of life is to be sad, either. I'm saying the purpose of life is to be happy. Not happy. <laughs> comfortable. The purpose of life is to be comfortable. It's to to be measured. To say, okay, yeah, I'm here. Being here isn't a strain. Therefore, I'm comfortable. Does it make you happy? Who knows? Maybe it does. But comfortable. The purpose, aim for comfort. You know, we could push this whole idea that you should be happy. You know, all the time. I think marketing sells them most. Advertising does the worst uh, damage of it. Is that they sell you this idea you you should be happy. If you're not happy, something's wrong with you. What's wrong with you? Don't you feel happy? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling depressed? Do you feel a little bit down? Are you what? You are. You shouldn't exist like that. You should exist to be happy and keep going and buy things and and do more and and all these things and this pressure which you keep piling on and on and on. Rather than just saying, okay, right, okay, let's think about this logically, shall we? If everybody was happy 100% of the time, what would be the point? Right? What would be the point in doing anything? If everything is provided, every single thing in life, to such an nth degree that you are happy all the time. This is the problem with heaven and the idea of nirvana and paradise and those kinds of things. It's it removes the challenge which is life in order to trigger happiness. If you if you take something and you you apply nothing but orgasms to it, like all the time, that thing doesn't do anything apart from just orgasm. You know it it basically just creates addicts. That's all it does. And at some point that just adjusted. You know, there's that the line of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness, right? That's the pursuit of happiness. Not happiness. Happiness isn't a given. And also, I feel like it, it created this weird negative balance that if the whole world thinks that it should be happy all the time and it has the right to be happy, then the other side of that is anything other than that is sad. And it isn't. There's a whole spectrum of emotion there. You know, when when you look at the world and you think, how many people are happy most of the time? It's very limited. Most people are content and mistake content for happy. Because there's a risk here, which we're about to get into. So if you have your life comfortable, you know, if you've reached that point where you're, you're trying to be comfortable and you've gone to a point where you are comfortable, you can mistake comfort for happiness. And then when something comes along and really sparks your imagination or really sparks interest in you and, and the world outside, it takes you by surprise. And you go, oh, damn. You know, I had everything provided for me and everything was comfortable and I forgot what happiness was. I was... I was, you know, I thought this was happening. No, it's not. That's it's constant. That's the comfort. It's the, that's comfort. That's the baseline. And then you pursue happiness from the baseline. You know, if you're in sadness, your goal isn't happy. Your goal is constant. It's comfort. It's that level of waking up and going, okay, well, I don't feel sad today. I feel, I feel okay. I exist. I want to exist. That's, I feel like that's the goal. I don't... I don't know if it's a message for society or it just works for me. This is the thing. This is this has always been the thing. A lot of the ideas I come up with work very well for me as a person. 
because of the way I am wired, because of the personality I have, because of the things I do. I know that. And I'm putting these ideas out into the world with some suggestion that you can adapt them to yourself, but there is no need to take them on. Who knows? I could be entirely wrong. I could say to you that this is, you know, the goal or should be the goal of life, but I could be entirely wrong. Maybe happiness, constant orgasms throughout the entire rest of your life is the goal. But maybe not. Maybe not. I feel, I don't know. I, it, to me, maybe it's a coping mechanism. I've been trying to figure it out um, because that's what I do, right? I just deconstruct things in myself. Um, and I tried to figure out why, why I have this view. And I, I think a lot of it, I mean, to be fair, a lot of it comes from my parents. You know, my parents worked hard all their lives to provide for us. And they have they take a great solace in being comfortable. They do. You know, they go to such an nth degree that they go to the same restaurants and the same holiday locations because that's what they like. They found something they like and they stick with it. And that's, to them, that's comfortable. So that, that whole idea of a baseline comfort is just there so you can be comfortable and then be unhappy and then you can be comfortable and be happy there was always a spectrum there there was always a divide no one came to me as a child and said hey graham you're gonna you need to be happy right you need that needs to be your life goal this is essentially the argument against disney movies is that people come to old disney movies and say no happiness is the goal you should be reaching for the reach of the stars aim high if you want to use a saccharine slogan from back when i was at school um you know and it forgot that there was this separation. And I think, especially when you live through <clears throat> online means, and we've all been living through online means through lockdown, um, you kind of end up with that polarizing aspect of people who are happy and who are not. Because no one talks about constant. No one talks about the mundanity of things. When, when, you know, when did you just you know post about something? That's what the crazy thing which I found ages ago. So we're getting, we're getting off track, but fuck it. <laughs> the crazy thing ages ago. So when Facebook was kind of new, when it was fresh... People posted everything, and I mean everything. People used to go all out of their way. It'd be, I'm at the shop buying grapes. Hashtag grape life. You know, please don't use the hashtag grape life. That is a risky, that is a risky hashtag there. <laughs> Ruining my career. Um, yeah, you know, people posted everything, you know, at the shop buying grapes going out you know chilling in the afternoon and that if you ever follow me on twitter or follow me that's what i post right i don't post i don't tend to post the happy moments of my life or the sad moments of my life i post all the mundane shit in between and then occasionally outlook but all the mundane shit in between is what i focus on it's all the stuff which i look to and go hey this is my everyday this is what i do on every day and this is what i'm aiming for and i'm proud of that i'm proud of aiming for that and going oh, hey you know that that's there but does it make me happy no i still have days when i'm sad you know i can have a whole world balance i'm quite privileged and i have a, a job and you know live in fair comfort and have a car and can go do things you know that's that's a huge level of comfort which i never even dreamed of having and and, and i have it and that that you know i'm there so I've I've got comfort. Am I still sad on occasion? Yes. Am I still happy on occasion? Yes. I know that's shocking. Someone so positive as me, um, actually have happy days. Oh, today's a pretty good day. I went for a run, you know. Uh, had a coffee, but that's constant. That's what I'm aiming for. That is constant. I want that to be my day to day because it it limits the negative. 
in my life. It keeps me in that baseline. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just a better message for the wider world. And you can you can come and disagree with me all all you like, you know. Um, and I imagine some of you will. But I feel like telling people to aim for happiness, do what makes you happy. It's just a misnomer. It's a lie, which we tell one another to say, hey, you know, this is this is a positive world. The world isn't positive and negative. That's that's something which I truly believe. The world isn't positive and negative. There are bad things in the world because we say they are bad things. The, the bad things change over time. And I think there is a responsibility in us to allow other people to be comfortable. You know, most of the things which I think are bad are things which prevent people from being comfortable. That's... <laughs> That's the crux of morality, in my view. I just, hmm, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing a lot of preaching right now. But at the same time, I feel like it's an important message. I think it's an important thing to think about, especially if you, you know, you feel depressed or you feel ecstatic. Because it makes, I think that's the other thing as well. So we talk a lot about depression, right? We discussed it a lot on the podcast and mental health and looking after yourself and all these kinds of things. And I don't think people who are depressed need the message of, well, why aren't you happy? You know, that's, that's a weird message to give to someone who is depressed. It's a weird message to put out there. And it's like, because it, it ignores that middle ground. It ignores the constant. So when they can't feel happy, as depression does... Um, and they get to a ground where they're just like, okay, well, today I don't feel that bad. They still feel like they've failed because you've told them their entire lives, be happy. You know, if you're not sad, you're happy rather than just going, okay, well, you don't feel sad today. Fantastic. That's great. You reach the baseline. That's good. Build up from there. Yeah. Aim for that. Aim for try and capture that feeling. And the same with happiness. People who have everything and are pushed into happiness, you, you see it all the time. People who have had so much privilege in their life that they have full-on breakdowns or they go out to try and find something to feel alive, to feel anything, because they've just bombarded with this idea of you have everything, so therefore you should be happy. This is what happiness looks like. And anything which deviates from that is sadness. And you can't be sad because you have everything. It's a huge amount of pressure. It's a way of putting one person against each other. And I see why people do it. I see why people <clears throat> get into this crux of telling people one way or another. Because it makes them feel good about themselves. That's, you know, if we want to want to feel real... What's the word? Freudian? <laughs> Psychological about this? Is that's why people do it. That's why people put other people down or promote things like that. It's just... <clears throat> It's a real gamut of emotion and they're focusing on the, the polarizing aspects of it because then if they're at one end or another, they're winning, right? If you're a huge, uh, hugely happy person and you go out and everything's great and wonderful and you need to push everything on that, anyone else you meet who isn't that is failing. So therefore you're winning and you feel good about yourself. That's, you know, that's the balance of it. That's your ego talking. And then on the other side of that, you have those who are fully embrace their sadness and they look at everyone else who may be happy or even living in a constant like, oh, you don't recognize the darkness in the world and you don't understand what it's like to suffer. Therefore, you don't have any aspect in reality. Uh, therefore, you're winning. And that, again, those are your two polar opposite egos fighting one another, forgetting 
that neither of these was the goal of humanity. Neither of these is a is a way to live. Neither of these is a long-term solution for anything because there is a line in the middle which is the constant of just being comfortable, of just existing, and being comfortable with the idea of just existing. And that's it's a hard, hard thing to get. It's a hard thing to understand and get your mind around and be comfortable with, you know. If you want an introduction to it, the best advice I can give anyone is to, if you have a day off, right? You have a day off. Well, you don't have anything on. No work. No chores. Nothing family-wise to do. Just a day for you. And social media and media have got hold of this as well, by the way. Because the whole idea of that is once you have that, you treat yourself, right? You make yourself happy. No. I'm saying ignore that. I'm saying ignore all of that. Don't don't listen to that, right? You get a day to yourself, right? Do things in that day which you would normally do. Which you take for granted, in a way, right? Make yourself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, you know, watch a film you like, read a book. There's a squirrel in my back and he's back. My God, distraction, sorry. Take a second, the whole day, if you would, and just sit, think about it, you know, think about the day. Think about how, how it feels. Think how comfortable it feels. Think about how balanced it feels. You know, and focus on that for a change. Don't think I need to be doing something because then I'll make myself happy because I'll feel productive, blah, 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 blah. Or get yourself down because of the other side of that, which is you're not doing anything and therefore it's a wasted day, blah, 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 blah. No, just sit in comfort for a second and think, okay, well, this day doesn't really mean anything to me. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay to sit and not have anything mean anything and just exist and be comfortable. Of course, these are just my ideas. And this is a try of how I live my life and how I try to live my life. And what I aim for most days is comfort and making other people comfortable. If I'm comfortable, great. Whilst I'm comfortable, if I can help other people feel comfortable, even better. Because, you know, there's a lot of information out there. A lot going on in the world. What's wrong with a little bit of comfortable? Love to hear your thoughts on this, guys. And I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to check out that squirrel in the backyard. Because he's no doubt eating my sunflowers. That'll make me happy.